Data Storytellers. Today, I'm here with Marco Papagno, who's the Head of Growth Analytics at LastMinute.com. Hi, Marco. How's it going today? Fine. Thanks, Paul. Nice to meet you. Yes, likewise, likewise. And I'm really excited to get into some, 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 some good topics today uh, and see where the conversation takes us. So just to start with, tell us a bit about yourself in a few words. Uh, okay. Uh, I started my career in 20, 2011. So after I graduated in mathematical engineering, and from there I started uh, working in some IT consultancy firm. Uh, and there I started uh, uh, a different approach than the one that I learned in, uh, in college. And uh, I had a very hands-on approach. So I learned a lot of stuff uh, concerning IT, like, uh, I don't know, how to read an, an XML file, stupid stuff uh, that now it some, sounds weird, but also like how to navigate into a database and MySQL, things that... Uh, are not uh, basic stuff uh, in an engineer university. Uh, then after four years, I decided to start from scratch, basically from, uh, I wanted to move more, more close to a business environment because I felt like I was just uh, providing, uh, um, I don't know, tools to running business, but I wasn't reading into the business. So I started this uh, uh, I started a new career basically as a business analyst. So where, as a junior people, I joined the company. And uh, uh, here I start to see a different kind of issue that I was facing. It was the business people, usually lack of patience in understanding uh, data. So whoever has, whoever has ever done an analysis, uh, we know how us as analysts, we like to explain every single decision that we have made to arrive to a certain number, to a certain decision, to a certain conclusion. Conclusion, but usually business people do not really care. So here I have, I have to learn how to um, to summarize information and put it in, in a nice uh, in a nice format to, to explain to you to other. And this is became every day more complicated uh, as much as you grow up and and the, the, the let's say the higher your your stakeholder in a hierarchy of the company the, the more synthesis synthesize you have to do. Uh, then I also I also learned the, the the ability to do execution because many times the 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 role of analyst is just to bring information and then that's it. Then I, so I also learned how much is uh, important and how it can be effective if you also do execution of what you, you find it. Um, then I think that the last step that now I'm facing uh, sometimes I arrive it's a, a bit of abstraction so I can sometimes understand, predict what is going to happen, so, uh, not doing analysis but uh, let's say doing forecast. It's slightly different but uh, let's say the ability of uh, abstraction uh, it's not uh, uh, it's not that easy. No, I can imagine you've got a lot of stuff there, which we're definitely going to be touching on later in in the conversation too. Uh, you know, you've been in this space for a while, doing a lot of uh, external consulting. What made you continue to work with with data and analytics? What What do you like most about your job? Uh, but you know, at the beginning, I, I didn't really understand it. So till I didn't get the the excitement of doing execution. I really don't didn't understand how, how powerful it was uh, to 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 be an analyst. Uh, I see a lot of uh, uh, very smart guys, but uh, as a lot of knowledge, but many times they don't uh, they don't keep uh, investing their time in a in a you know, doing execution. 
let's use this keyword. So many times, if you find an insight, you share it and it got somehow lost. And in your answer, how can you do another analysis? How can you spot some other insight and be proud of it? So many times, one thing that I keep saying to my, to my, uh, to my analyst, to my team, is uh, once you find something, keep pushing for having it done. So ask the product people. I'm in a digital environment, so for me it's particularly easy to to push people, make them happen quite uh, quite uh, quite uh, um, quickly. Uh, but it's very important to when you find something to take care of it, understand how is it uh, evolving, uh, to keep controlling it after it's been developed, and sometimes. Uh, I don't know, being a bit proud of what you have found. Else you are just someone that is executing someone else's requirement. So the the concept that I really enjoyed of my role is that I'm an analyst because I I have been born as an analyst, but at the end of the day, I'm a business owner. So once I find something that I think it can bring some benefit to the company, I really stay close to it and take care that that will be done. Interesting. So with the, you mentioned you're working in this digital environment now. So how do you define that growth? You mentioned that, that when you're, you're taking those next steps in terms of data drivenness, right? Uh, how can you, how can you track that in a digital native, let's say? Uh, how can I track the success record that I can, exactly. I can get? But, uh, okay. In my title, there is the keyword, the growth so usually we, I don't know, uh, one of my manager uh, teach me to have this growth mentality. So usually we we like to say that we point it to hockey stick. So when we find the nice, uh, the, the soft spot or something, we see an hockey stick in some metrics that we want to, to, to drive. So usually I like that growth concept, but okay, being more realistic, uh, let's say that I like to measure my progress uh, with any KPI with an euro in front or, or pound. I think you are from England, no? So pound is the same. But basically, it's important that there is an economic an economic feedback because at the end of the day, uh, let's say the, the success of the company is driven by money. So uh, I know it's not uh, so polite to say, it's not, uh, I don't know, it's not what we should aim for. But if you somehow are driving a business, uh, a business opportunity, you have to measure it in terms of money. Mm. Okay, and so I see many. For example, one of the, of the main dry, of the main things that we measure is conversion rate. That I think it's a spread among all the digital industry. But conversion rate doesn't have an euro in it. So you have somehow to understand how that conversion rate can become an euro. But I think also in the startup, the first issue for every startup, the second issue, the first probably is traffic. The second issue is how to monetize the traffic. So monetization is a big. Uh, I think it's a big, uh, it's important role of, the, of our strategy. Also, because taking into consideration that in many, in many digital uh, business, uh, the the marginality are so thin, uh, and the business are becoming so complicated that every if you touch something here or something get broken on the other part of the business. So this is also one of the of the of the reason why a strong analytical mind. Uh, in a, a business environment nowadays, it's very important. So mm. also very, I don't know, very successful manager, probably they will need in their portfolio of competences of their team, they need a strong analytical, business analytical 
mindset. Mm. And you mentioned earlier that what you've seen is uh, in the past is a, is a lack of patience in the business with data. How have you have you gone about dealing with that lack of patience? So, what are some of the best ways to 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 get over that obstacle in your experience? Usually, you can't you can't act on the on your stakeholder, so they will they keep having no patience. So, the, the only things you can do is adapt. So, actually, uh, for example, I. I take I spend a lot of time with my people with my team, and I ask them to present me stuff. Okay, usually the the keyword that I like to the, the, the sentence that I like to say is you have to explain me this these things as you are doing as you will do with a ten years old kid, and uh, the point there is that I see that many times the the junior analysts they present me data and they start a presentation telling me how they 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 take the perimeter. What was the decision? So the, before arriving to the to the to the concept that they want to, to sell me, basically, uh, I already lost interest in what they were saying. So sometimes I tell guys, just remove all the slide. Uh, some someone will say less is more. I don't know, but basically, uh, just catch my interest, and then I will ask you if you have. Uh, check all these corner case, if the perimeter is right. So many times you don't even have to expose what you have done because if the, the, the stakeholder is a, a, a good, is enough good analytical mentality, he will ask you if you have done the right, the correct, uh, the correct uh, um, decision to retrieve that, that information. So uh, quickly answering your question, going back a bit to, to your question. Uh, how I solve it? No, basically I adapt to the stakeholder, to the business, to a business mm-hmm. stakeholder that I need to be strict, but I think that is also important. An executive, uh, an executive stakeholder will never care about how you are doing analysis. They, they, you should guarantee that your analysis are fine. So they just want to see the insight to take decision. I think that's a great point to bring up that the hallmark of a good presentation from from an analyst or from a, from a, an analytics team is that you're asking as a business stakeholder you're asking good questions right good questions that maybe they've missed or or in the presentation or that it shows that curiosity I think uh, what do you think are some of the qualities of 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 data leaders who inspire real change in the business uh, I'm just kind of teasing one there in 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 the uh, you know, the curiosity side, but what are some of the other things that you, in your experience that you found? Uh, you know, I, I see the data, the, the data world, some step behind what uh, it was a product. Uh, I don't know, product uh, in a digital world uh, uh, meaning. So the people that uh, uh, build the platform, the build the site. And on that uh, environment, I studied, uh, I read some, uh, I don't know, there is a, a book that is called Empowerment. Em- Empowered. Okay, there is, a, let's say, a philosophy. So it's a very structured in how to, basically it's a, okay, you hire the smart people, leave them do their job. To do a very synthesis edit. And I think uh, that, uh, a good way to have a data analysis transformation is that you should you should grow people in your team or in an analytical area that are not just going after requirement. So you as a leader, you shouldn't ask a requirement, but you should ask for solving a problem. Then, okay, 
you have to drive it uh, through the right way of the presentation. With your curiosity, you will uh, you will uh, uh, you will point uh, your, your 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 analyst somewhere. But at the end of the day, they need to be free. They have to learn what the business is looking for. Elsewhere, they are just doing. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to do this comparison, but uh, business intelligence BI. BI, I don't know, in many companies that they pass through, uh, BI has been just, a, I don't know, a, a data provider, a, a tools provider. That was why I, I left uh, consultancy, by the way. Mm. So uh, trust trust an analytical, analytical guy, it's important. But on the other hand, the analytical people need to understand that uh, their opinion is important. They are the guys that are looking at information. So they have to, to anticipate the need of, of the business. Sometimes the business don't even know what they are looking for. They say, okay, do an analysis on that. And of course they are used to, okay, provide me a, a view, a dashboard that give me this and that. But the, the potential there is that the guy that is doing analysis is looking at data every day, potentially for a long period of time. He will tell you how to look that data, those data. Mm. And that's a great point to bring up is that the, the business, sometimes they, they, they know they need to make changes, but they can't articulate. And they, the, the, the business side sometimes struggles to, to actually tell you what they want. So that's where the analyst has to be a bit more proactive in asking, again, good questions to to be able to to extract the the information and that value and actually just in your career when you've been working with analysts how have uh, communication and influence and persuasion and also you mentioned empowerment as well uh, played in the ability to to leverage success communication is a is a very forced point that i think it's important to address uh because you have, I always think that there is this uh, relationship of, com- of uh, people who ask things or do requirement and people who go somewhere, they have, uh, I don't know, some, some backlog and they provide the final result at the end of the day, at the end of, of the period, they, they, they deserve to do that analysis. I think that this uh, missing communication in the between is very struggling for everyone because at the end of the day the business owner don't understand fully understand what's the final result and they can't uh, chat in the between and understand how to drive to 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 change where the 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 analysis inside are, are going so a, a strong communication is important i don't know i feel like uh, i feel very very comfortable in using slack for example it's a tool but one it's other and i when i find something on a presentation or some insight i immediately share it with more people trying to say, hey guys, do you know something about that? Have you ever mm. seen this or that? Okay, I work very closely also with product. And of course, sometimes it's just to point out some, some tag, I don't know, some idea. So some ideas are more complicated. You have to build out of it. But uh, many times it's important also to collect feedback. Again, I, I like the the, the uh, to do the comparison uh, with a product environment and they have invented the, the Agile so basically, the agile is every uh, two week, one week they share what they are finding. I'm not saying the same with with analysis, but potentially, if I spot something, if I have a slight idea, I, I share it with people, and people will really start giving me feedback and say, "Hey, try this, try that." So uh, 
it's not that the analyst has all the answer by his own. He has, let's say, the, the, the tool, the mindset, the patients, the, the patients, and the time to go after a, a need. But probably that information, that inception in his mind has been mm. done by someone from a business line. So I'm not saying that the business is useless, analyst is good. So it's not this, <laughs> uh, the reality. Maybe I just have different skills, but uh, uh, an analyst standalone will never learn completely business. So probably if one, someone from business will, so some manager from the business, uh, some successful manager from the business mm. will uh, will teach an analyst how to read the business. And that way, the analyst step-by-step step will become even more serious and will become independent. That's absolutely correct. And I think there is this assumption that there is the, you even mentioned BI earlier, and I think there's an, an, an assumption there's the data team versus the business team. But actually, in, in the organizations that have really nailed this down is that there is this really uh, element of trust, trust in the other person's skills and, and capabilities. And uh, in, in the case of the analyst, the technical expertise, uh, how have you seen the role of um, the importance of trust in these kind of relationships? Uh, uh, there's a question which, uh, to which I still don't have an answer. That is, uh, uh, this, uh, let's say, there, there are data engineer. Let's call it data engineer. That are the people that are building database, that are building, uh, that are taking the tracking or bringing some. So there is a very specific, uh, uh, specific uh, role that is building the data, and then there is someone that has to read the data. Now the point is. The people that need to read the data, so this uh, data analyst uh, that uh, can become the, the data storyteller of a uh, sign that is behind your, your shoulder, uh, should say close to business or close to the data engineering? That mm. is a, a question which I, I still don't have 100% of understanding of it, so I don't have a clear, a clear answer. But I've seen that both uh, the solution of having everyone on the business side, it's uh, not working so well, and having them all on the data engineering side is not working so well. So they should be somewhere in the between. Uh, so I don't know if this answer to your question, maybe it uh, raises an, another doubt, but it, that's it. So I don't have all the answer. Unlikely. It, it's a good answer because it raises more questions. So uh, you mentioned that there, there needs to be this link between uh, the, the data and business, of course. So is that your role as, as, the, as, as like a, a data leader in the, in the business? Is your role essentially managing those two camps and bringing them together? Or how do you see your role right now? Uh, I like... To say that my role is more on the, I'm more on the growth uh, growth part. Let's say so. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I, I like to say that I'm a growth business uh, person, which I do my job thanks to analytical uh, analytical mindset, uh, to my analytical background. Uh, still, all all the people that I hire in my team, they are data analysts. But I've seen that uh, people that are have a data analyst background, they can adapt to different environments. So someone on my team is, uh, is uh, moving to a more product uh, uh, career. Someone is more on a financial career. So uh, it's, uh, if you are a data analyst, you are quite, uh, you, you can decide where to go. But this is because of this particular moment of, our, of all the industries, because we are doing a digital transformation. I read uh, 
I read somewhere, I think some report of McKinsey that during COVID, uh, the penetration of e-commerce uh, uh, growth as uh, it did in the last 10 years. So uh, we are also some uh, retail that usually has not been uh, the, let's say, the most digital environment. Uh, they are moving to a more e-commerce uh, e-commerce uh, kind of work. So. Uh, also, that part, for example, I, I don't, I can't imagine how those industries are, are are doing this digital transformation. I don't think it's easy to change so much the mindset. Many of them are also doing the, the production, uh, the physical production with a factory. They have a supply chain, so it, it's very complicated. And I presume that any data analyst could help a lot in this situation of understanding, uh, of understanding the the, the the change, basically. So my role in the company today is to find opportunity where to grow. So this is why I have growth in my, in my name. And uh, uh, I do everything that take care of data. So they will not ask me to do a good uh, UX uh, experiences. Uh, they will ask to do analysis out of that, but usually I try to 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 delegate that because I'm more a backend guy, more data, pure data analyst guy. But many processes can be optimized in this way. So uh, there is all the marketing stuff that is very important, and these are basically all data driven. Mm. So, to two questions off the the back of that, where do you see the the greatest opportunities for? ambitious companies and leaders today in data. But you mean, uh, um, can you define a, a company in data? So you're talking sure. so, so, so a company that wants to leverage the power of data, where are the, where do you think is the low hanging fruit uh, that they can leverage or data leaders in organizations that may be a little further behind on the data journey? Uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, of consultancy. So any kind of uh, data company that propose me like stuff like a hey, I do analysis to solve you all your issue. Usually I I I had some chat with some of them, but mm. usually they are too generic. So I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, kind of industry but i understand that uh, it's it's working because uh, many many companies out there are doing exactly this uh, this uh, this job uh, i prefer to do it internally i think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that it's a core asset and as all the core asset they need to to stay inside the company agreed and actually we we just this week posted our uh, clip with um, a guy called Yuka from who's the head of products analytics at ABM talking exactly about this. So uh, and it's just, you can kind of make this uh, internal consultant with an external consultant a, 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 a comparison because you said you have consultants who approach you, they say they can do everything, they can solve everything. There's a lot of management that needs to be done there. Nine times out of 10, no, they can't do everything. They can barely do like a little bit. Uh, and that you can compare that to a, an, an, a, an analytics team, right? An analytics team that says, Hey, business, we can do everything you want us to do. Just, just, t- just tell us what you need and we'll do it. Whereas a good analytics team will be like, okay, hit, tell me a specific business problem that you would like me to solve or like us to solve. And we can hammer that home and, and then get some wins that way. So I think that, that that's super interesting. You bring that up specifically in the context of because Yuka from AB InBev was saying exactly the 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 the, the same thing there. And in in the wider but also context, because also yeah, because of, how I was saying before, I would like to 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 change this uh, uh, behavior of uh, 
I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want the data department to be a consultant, mm. an internal consultancy. So I don't want to, to, to leverage on the fact that I ask you to do something and you just do it. I would like the opposite. I would like you to come uh, be proactive in proposing me, hey, look, I, I've seen this. I said, well, why you were looking at that? Well, what do you care? I, I see, I see it. Just take it. Do do what you what you have to do. This is the opportunity. So I I, I like in my company to to break this these silos because actually this is a silos to work just by when you are called on a very specific topic. Then of course it always happens. I'm not saying that it's the the, the, the baddest thing or the worst thing in the world, but. So no, absolutely. I think that being proactive both on the business and data side is 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 the key to this functioning relationship. But with the caveat that you you need to 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 manage those both manage the expectations on both ends, but also uh, manage that process because what you don't want is to have you know, 50, 100 analytics projects going on at any one given time. And I think a lot of that is is down to qualities like patience. I think it's down to uh, having the courage to to approach that other silo and uh, you know. Like you said, why are you looking at this data? Why, why are you why are you focusing on the business? You're an analyst. You do this, and I think breaking that mindset is is a big piece of the the, the culture change. So, just based on everything we've spoken about today, where did some of the 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 skills that we've mentioned, things like leveraging, uh, managing the patience of the business, and the format of data presentation to engage stakeholders, where have these skills played uh, success in in your career to date? Uh, okay, let's say that, uh, first of all, I, I, I didn't have this role since the very beginning. So I started as a normal business analyst. So at mm-hmm. the very beginning, I was managing uh, just a little piece of the, of the puzzle of, of the company. And uh, I started looking with different eyes. I started doing uh, Working, let's say I I build a name in being reliable on the data on the data part. So the data that I was promoting, that I was showing, will be correct. Uh, I fixed some little process around this 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 business unit, and step by step they start giving me more and more more things since i become uh, a part of this growth team and basically we had to spot uh, uh, opportunity around the company and uh, uh, i have always have to be grateful to to my manager because it always happened this way probably nobody very very few of us uh, very little of us are are i don't know uh, natural born uh, manager uh, whatever many of us just have the light the right uh, guidance and uh, uh, he, he basically he added me in the right direction, and uh, me being free of doing analysis, I found interesting stuff, and I proposed experiment because uh, in the growth mentality you have to do experiment, but also there uh, I, in the digital environment we are in a in a world we keep talking about A/B testing. A/B testing it's a mantra. Uh, but not every time it's done in a proper way. Sometimes it's it's too it's too strict. Let's say let's just say that. And uh, step by step, I approached. I found different. Uh, uh, we found different business opportunities. And step by step, we started including this business and opportunity into our perimeter. And uh, today, let's say I've uh, sorry, 
at least three times I, I found, uh, I spot very important things that uh, bring a lot of money. Uh, I don't know, I don't want to talk too much about the, 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 comp the company. So this is why I'm being so, so, um, so uh, fuzzy. But uh, let's say that uh, connecting the dots uh, is one of the main things that you have to do. So you have some knowledge. I had some knowledge in the first business that I was running that was ancillary. Then I started investigating in another business. I find some opportunity of uh, connecting the two things together to have a, a broader and more holistic approach to the, to, the, to the issue, to the problem. And it worked. Mm. It worked. Uh, I, I knew that it worked since the very beginning. No, we tested. We tested twice, three times, four times, since we found that the, the right way to match the two information together. Awesome. And, and, and I think that you, you mentioned that you, you have to thank your manager, a lot of humility, which is a great uh, feature of being a good data leader. Uh, just a couple more questions and uh, we can we can kind of uh, you know, close it off there. So when you, you mentioned that you, you, you've been in this, this, this growth analytics role, which is kind of half analyst, team manager, and, and more, also more business facing than your previous roles. So from your own personal perspective, how did you reconcile moving from being an analyst, which is a, a very tech-facing role, to becoming a more business-focused? How, how was that transition for you? Probably never ended. So I'm still in that in that transition. So uh, actually, when I'm when I'm stressed, when I'm I don't know, I feel too much pressure. I'm uh, I don't know. I I'm angry with uh, my manager. I just take the day off and they start doing just Excel spreadsheet, uh, doing running analysis. So uh, the technical part is still the part that is somehow relaxing me. So uh, I'm not completely out of being an analyst and uh, I really enjoy when I spend time with my team uh, just doing analysis, okay? Uh, so the most different part actually is uh, losing this thing. So uh, since I was trusting my analysis as, okay, I were doing it, I really trust them. I know 100% of what I were doing. So if someone asked me anything, I knew everything about that analysis, every single decision, I knew everything about that. Uh, the different part, the difficult part that is already in becoming a manager is that you have to trust someone else. Okay, mm. that is, and, and that you don't know everything about what uh, your teammate is doing. So you have to trust someone. So this is a first step and it's quite difficult. It's quite, uh, uh, it's harder to accept that you are, you don't know, you do not own everything 100%. And when you try to uh, move away from your technical competences and start reasoning more as a business, this fact is even more, it's even wider because before you just don't know the technicality, but the issue was 100% clear to you. Now, if you move even to the business part, you pass to the side of, uh, to the side where you do not mm. care about the technicality of what uh, your teammate has done, but you just want to know the final output and so uh, this is the more difficult part that every time someone arrives to me with an analysis, uh, the first thing that I do is I, I do not care. Let me test you. And I do some, uh, some question to test uh, if he has done the work properly. Awesome. Uh, but, well, 
Yeah, go ahead. But probably this is was actually this is also what every executive did in my life, even when I did analysis. So I think that if you think about it, many people that are coming from I don't know. I think nowadays many managers are coming out from important consultancy firm. So the 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 executive level usually has a very strong analytical background, even if they care about business, they are strong manager, successful mm. manager. But at the very beginning, we were analysts in some important uh, consultancy firm. So actually, they test you with a number. So every time you present them a number, they need to be very, you need to be very certain that the number are not uh, uh, are correct. Uh, they uh, they have consistency between uh, between them. Else, they will catch you immediately. So that also is, is quite important. Mm. Interesting. Well, uh, what do you think you would change if you went back on this journey again? What from say from analyst to business leader? What would the, what would you change about that? What would you do differently? Oh, uh, I don't know, but, but it's too hard, this question, Paul. <laughs> okay, I said, yeah, okay, if I go back in my life, I will change a lot of all, a lot of stuff. On, on that journey, oh, I don't know. Uh... No worries. Well, well Marco, uh, it's been a great conversation. Uh, got some really good stories from you there, some really good insights as well. Last question, what advice would you give for aspiring uh, leaders who want to become more business-facing? Uh, you have to build. Uh, I think that you have to build trust of analysts because mm. many of the analysts out there they still think they are just uh, a, a tools provider, so they do not understand how powerful is their ability to spot insight and how a business can be a company can be can be driven with those inside and. Uh, I see many smart people that they, they just don't understand how powerful their opinion can be. Mm. So it, it's both sides. It's the leader need to need to teach the analyst to, that it can be powerful in a company, and the analyst need to trust that it can be powerful, and he need to be somehow empowered and made ownership of what is producing. Excellent. Well, Marco, as I said, great conversation. Thanks so much for coming on the show and we'll be in touch again soon. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. It's been a, it's been a pleasure.